What's up, friends? Welcome back to the Dark Waters. I'm your host, Josh. Uh, it's Thursday afternoon. I hope everyone had a good week. I hope everyone's excited and getting ready for the weekend. Uh, good luck to everyone uh, fishing in the KBF trail event, the East West Harbor. I'm jealous. I really wish I would have went down there, but it is what it is. COVID-19 still still messing with me up here in uh, New York, uh, but, uh, but yeah, it doesn't matter. I hope everyone else has a good time. Uh, hope you guys have safe travels and just, just have a great time. Um, the weekend, and that, I don't really know what else is coming up during this weekend. I know some people got tournaments here and there, so make sure you tag me. Let me know what's going on. Uh, you know, let me know how awesome your weekend is so I can, we can maybe talk about it next week. Uh, but, uh, yeah, always looking for more guests. Um, you know, I, whether you win a tournament or you don't win a tournament, whether you compete in tournaments or you don't, whatever. I really don't give a shit. Uh, I'm always looking for people to meet and, you know, just get to know you know, crack a few beers, have a conversation, uh, talk about something we all enjoy doing. Um, but, uh, other than that, not much going on for me. Um, uh, got a few things I want to do this weekend, a few different bodies of water that I'm hoping to get on. Uh, we'll see. Um, I'm really, really, <laughs> I'm really working that frog bite, uh, probably too hard. Uh, but, uh, that's, that's, that's pretty much what my eyes will be on this weekend. But, um, I don't know. Um, drink beers and fish. That's, that's usually what I do every weekend. Uh, but, uh, anyways, not much really else to talk about. Uh, you guys know my supporters, uh, Outdoorsman Coffee, uh, X-Zone Lures, uh, use capital D, capital W, 15, get yourself some plastics. Um, but yeah, those are the people who support the show. Um, and I would just jump right into this thing. Uh, my next guest is probably the third or fourth time she's been on the show and I can't ever have her enough, but, uh, Catherine Fields, you gotta know her by now. If not, you're, you're, you're doing yourself an injustice by not like go look her up. Catherine Fields, like, she, she's friends with every other kayak angler on the planet. So if you, I'm sure if you type her name on Facebook or Instagram, you will find her, but, uh, man, she's, she's had an incredible journey. Um, she's found fishing not you know, kayak fishing not too long ago and it just embraced the world. Uh, it's gone nuts. Uh, she travels the country from tournament to tournament, testing herself, uh, you know, testing her skills, her health, everything. Uh, but she just recently completed um, a goal that she set out, uh, 250 days of fishing. Uh, just completed it, and then we also celebrated her 50th birthday on this podcast. It was fun, man. I, I enjoyed following her, you know, her her journey. Um, I've enjoyed having her on the show. I've enjoyed getting to know her. I enjoy, and I love calling her a friend. Uh, she's she's a, just a great human being. So, uh, you know, make sure you follow her. Uh, get to know her like the rest of us because, you know, we all love her to death. But uh, other than that, you know, have a great weekend. Uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Ciao. Cat, welcome back to the Dark Waters. Hey, for coming. I already told you I had someone else that was going to do this. They kind of uh, they had to bail on me for other reasons, and so I'm like, well, you know what? It's it's Cat's birthday. She's done yeah. a lot of shit in the last few weeks, and watch uh, out, it's you know, an old woman now. Yeah, man. yeah. So I figured it's a a good, a good person to have on if they if they want if they're willing. And uh, but by the way, happy birthday. Uh, Thank you. I don't know how you feel about five zero. Some people are freaks out. Some people embrace it. Some people just really not talk about it. But uh. <laughs> You've already let us know that you just turned 50, so I don't know, you know, it is what it is. Dude, I'm uh, I'm just, you know, inching my way through the whole, like, uh, AARP, it, you know, that I'll be, like, uh, having that as a sponsor in my kayak, and, 
getting that senior discount going. Oh, man. <laughs> little senior meals at the restaurants pretty soon. So I'm pretty stoked about all these new fabulous blue-haired perks I'm going to start earning. You Good know? for you. But, Good for you. Oh, did you do anything special for your birthday? Uh, I worked. Ah. <laughs> I yeah. worked. No, I, but I spent it with family today uh, after work, and we had uh, some Greek food, and I like uh, pie over, I'm a pie over cake kind of person, okay. so we had some very fine birthday pie, so that was, is good. It was good. This has been just a fabulous day all around, and uh, you know, yesterday, like, I was like, this is the last day of 49, and <laughs> And uh, I don't know. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling like uh, 50s, the new 30, and I really liked 30. So I'm just gonna just keep going and and uh, not worry about it, right? So it's just a number. It's not really uh, totally detailing, though. You know, I can't keep up with all the. You know, at the recent tourney, there's a lot of people who are in their 20s, and they're yeah. talking about like um these like vintage cars and things and i'm like that was like in my high school years <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I hate well even that it's, it's, it's even started to catch up with me like i was talking i was talking to some kids the other day and they were, they were talking about some music because we were talking about like some punk rock or something and they were talking about some bands that were old school and i'm like oh that sucks they just came out when um when I, when I was your age, and so it's just, it's uh it, before you know it, like you don't realize that you're eventually gonna be like that you're old school, you know, whether you're late thirties or fifty, but but it's like eventually eventually it just kind of catches you up, bites you in the ass, and oh wow, mm-hmm. I am the old guy at the party. I don't know if you can see this uh picture, but this is like my eighties punk rock <laughs> hairstyle. <laughs> oh yeah. my god, you got the big hair. Yeah. <laughs> the dark glasses. Did you wear your sun? Did you wear your sunglasses at night? Oh hell yeah, I did. You know I did. I was all about that. <laughs> so did did you fish today? Or I know I know you just had a big milestone, uh, 250 days. No, I'm take. I didn't fish today. I'm taking a breather, because <laughs> honestly, it was a lot of work to get out my recent video, and it was a little emotional for me. So I just, you know, want to take a deep breath. And I, you know, it's it was a hard one to sort of share that journey for me it's an emotional thing and I was very hesitant about putting it out there because I'm like god this is really long it's gonna be a snooze fest and then you know I was worried that you know it would just be flop and and people seem to really like it and and that's really what I wanted was to really inspire other people to think about you know what they can do to progress in whatever they want to do in their dreams you know and 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 how to follow that and really it's just that daily step by step kind of thing and it's a it's a lot of work so today is sort of my breather um i pretty much exhausted myself on the weekend i did uh the second round of the kbbt tourney and i really really wanted so badly to do that because i'd be going to the national championship if i had just put my fish in the boat and not just watch them uh, artistically fly around. Um, Cause that was, that was a big gamble. So, but my sister, I guess had called my mom when I got home. Cause even after the tournament, it took me two hours to get back to the ramp because the wind and the chop was so bad. It just took me forever to get back. And uh, 
when I got home and I had a pretty rough day that day. <laughs> I was just feeling just worn out on all levels. And my sister called my mom and she said, she doesn't look good. <laughs> like I'm really worried. <laughs> she looks terrible. Um, she's not smiling. And I had gone to bed and she goes, she hasn't moved in like six hours and is still in her fishing clothes. And I just like passed out in my little bunk for 13 hours, <laughs> just exhausted. Oh, but uh, I'm doing better. So tomorrow, tomorrow I'm starting my fresh 250. I'm not going to stop this because it was such a positive experience for me, even though it just was really hard to do. I mean, fishing four to five days a week, it takes a lot of conscious planning, you know, because yeah. you can quickly m miss a few. And then all of a sudden you're in the middle of winter going, I don't think I, I'm going to have to fish every day and it's a blizzard. So, you know, you have to plan it out. So I'm going to start it again. And I'm excited to see where it takes me, man. I got, I learned so much this year and I just think, you know, this time, for my 51st, I'm going to be, I'm going to be beyond where I can even conceptually conceive right now, because that's where I am from last year. Like right. you couldn't have told me when I said this crazy idea that I was going to do this last year, that I'd be like traveling around the country and doing tournaments and doing national tournaments or any like yeah. bait casters, <laughs> but you know, well, that's kind of what I want to take. I mean, it's a good thing to talk about. Like, we're, and you've already kind of explained it. Like, you obviously learn a lot. Like, you do something enough times, you get better at it. And two, 250 times is a, is, a, is a significant number of doing a, a specific thing. But what, like, what's been the biggest thing, like, uh, that you've seen yourself as an angler from day one to now? I mean, like, you've done a lot. Like, the first time I talked to you, you, you hadn't even done a national event yet. Uh, yeah. You're getting ready to travel down to uh, Lake Seminole to do your first uh, big event. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you've done Kentucky. You've done lacrosse. You've done shit. You've been all over the place, woman. Lake Fork. Um, you, went, you, went out, you went out to Arizona, Lake Fork. And so, yeah. like, day one, what's been the biggest change in you and, like, how you, you look at this thing? And, like, what personal impact did it have on you? Because, uh, I mean, this is a big goal to set. You know, some people, you know, they plan out to go do a marathon. Some people plan out to – do a hundred day, you know, whatever it is, like something, something's going to benefit them. Something that's going to be challenging and they, and they, they do it. And at the end of the journey, it's, it's you know, you, it's good to look back and reflect and what, what are some of the things that you see that you can see the big difference, maybe not just as an angler, but, uh, you know, as a person in general. Uh, so I would say first and foremost is just confidence. You know, um, the first few times when I did like, especially Seminole, Lake Fork, and to some degree, Kentucky Lake, Kentucky Lake sort of broke me in half and spit me out. But uh, I feel a lot more confident about going to those events, trying to figure out where to fish, how to figure out where to fish, how to be confident that I'm choosing a good place. Like I'm, I feel just I'm in a much different place. Whereas before I would just feel overwhelmed and unsure and a lot of anxiety and, you know, fret and spend less time fishing and most of my time worrying, uh, and trying to figure it out. Um, this last one felt very different. Like I did really good as far as, uh, practicing. I had, you know, I'd studied, I picked out some areas and I was able to, figure some things out. This was my first river. 
the lacrosse. Like, I had never been on a river in my kayak. I had done, like, some, you know, river fishing for trout. And what was interesting was that's really how I fished the bass tournament was I fished it like I was fishing for for trout. And that probably sounds just totally ridiculous, but it worked because I would look at um, how the current was flowing and how it was flowing around, uh, you know, uh, different sandbars or how it was flowing through uh, laydowns or around corners or cut banks or different current eddies. And I would think about trout. And so I'd be like, man, if I was a trout, like you would be right there. And I bet you that there's fish right there. And it's like, yep, there's fish right. Like, okay, this is not like rocket science. Like you just get a, a feel for it. So that settled me down a lot. Um, and that's just really helped with doing all this is just gaining that confidence to just believe in myself and believe in my abilities and not second guess myself a cabillion times. Um, what was the second part of your question? I forgot. Well, just like the the the, the whole the whole 250 days. Like that's what I was yeah. trying. Like yeah, I I know the tournaments were huge on you because especially yeah. you know, when we talked about uh. Like just like just like you know the three times that I've talked to you and just you know the interaction that we've had on social media for like this last year, um you know when I talked to you about you know before going to Lake Seminole, it wasn't that there wasn't any confidence but it was like I'm just doing this to do you know because like what do I have to lose I'm just going out there yeah. to put my, that's all it was it's like I'm, I'm putting myself out there it was like so like it was like someone who decided they were gonna run a marathon for the first time no expectations I'm just gonna put myself out there and then you watch the way you get ready for these other ones it's like oh she's no longer just putting herself out there she's going there to compete <laughs> she's, go, she's, she's going there because uh you know and you can watch it and that's what's cool I've seen it in like other you know parts of my life you know it's like the, the different things that I've done like you see people when they actually start believing themselves or when they start uh when they start getting it when it's no longer about you know, oh, I'm just gonna show up. Like, no, I'm, I'm gonna show up, and, I, and I'm gonna do. And I, I'm, you know, like it's that confidence you get. And like, I, I yeah. see people who, who they ran. I see people who, who do jujitsu when I was in the army, and I had, you know, guys who just weren't like, too like, even though they graduated boot camp, they just weren't there yet. And yeah. then to watch them gradually get to that point, it's like, oh, you get it now. You're not just here. Like, like you, you're, you're a player now. Like, you, you believe in yourself. Uh, that's that's a special thing that not everybody finds. Um, and I was just curious, like, how the how the 250 days playing that because like I said like you know I met, the first time we talked was right before Seminole but you also been fishing days prior to that you know, you know when we're talking about your 250 and you pretty much answered the question I guess what I'm really getting at is like oh, well, the confidence it's the confidence and honestly skill experience and muscle memory like you know I taught myself to use bait casters and I taught myself how to use every, you know everything spinner baits uh the the jigs, uh, a lot of different. So, you know, when I started this journey, I pretty much had one rod that I'd fish and I'd fish Ned rigs and sometimes a wacky rig. And that was it. That's all I ever did. And now I've got six rods. In fact, before lacrosse, I bought a frog rod and at practice in lacrosse, this is how crazy I am. I'm learning to frog on the Mississippi River, because I never frogged before. So I'm like, okay, maybe I could figure out how to do this. So I actually had um, a lot of hits, but I just couldn't couldn't connect with them. I lost them all. But I mean, I'm, I'll get there. But to me, that's part of that, it, doing all these 250 days, is I'm not scared to go try something 
and and give it a try and try and work it in a new situation because it's you know part of doing those tournaments and part of just the 250 days is learning new techniques and experimenting and understanding like if I go out and and fishing in all kinds of different conditions not just go out when it's nice but go out when it's really terrible and it's windy and it's rainy and cold and because the fish are still there and it's how do you find out where they are and how do you figure out how to get them you know and and so if anything it's just you know just like you go to any kind of practice it's learning that kind of skill and I'm I still have a very long way to go and but I'm I'm not afraid to try those things even in a tournament I'm not afraid to try something and see if that has some good results or not and if it doesn't then I'll go try something else and my in my last tournament I mean my fish disappeared they were there I had really good fish like really I found a spot that was reloading I'd catch a fish and I could come back an hour and there'd be another big fish it was reloading all freaking day with big fish and I was like, I'm gonna fucking, <laughs> I should start. But I was like, I'm gonna smoke some people, and they're gonna be shocked. And I got, and I, I was so stoked for this. And I got there, and my big fish were gone, and it was all these little dinks. I'm like, oh my man, where did they go? And so then I was left scrounging around, just trying. I was going up and down the river trying to find and put together five fish. And I think had that been at any other point um, in this. Before the two, I don't think I could have done that. I think I would have gotten, um, I would have been scared. I would have been unsure. I wouldn't have had the confidence to say, I'm just going to like go out and try and scrounge up some freaking fish and try and make this happen. And I don't know. I just feel I'm in a different spot. Like I'm, I'm feeling a little ballsy about it, <laughs> you yeah, know, to try, I like it. I like try it. different things. So. And I wanna, I wanna do well. I mean, I, I wanna go there, and I'm going there to learn these things in waters. Cause I got the only way to learn how to do this is to go do it. I'm gonna go do Susquehanna. I have no clue about that river. I've never fished it, but that's the only way I'm gonna learn it. And so I'm just gonna keep doing it. And I don't have like, like super high expectations, um, but. I'm still gonna compete and try try my best. Like in right. my head, I'm like, I want to like smoke some people here, but <laughs> you know, my <laughs> dreams and my reality are not quite meeting yet. But I, I just need to yeah. work on that. So. <laughs> well, how how how's it been with like your confidence and like um, you know the because you know one of the things about the, you know the fishing's half of it the the equipment. And the uh, the confidence in the equipment, whether it be the boat, the uh, fish finders, obviously talking about learning how to use a bait caster, has that improved significantly? Have you have you gone through the phases of like have you you know like I mean when I started I bought a cheap fish finder now I got a, a really nice fish finder and like trying to learn how to do these things like I mean do you feel like you're getting a little bit more confident with like that part of you know fishing? Um I I yeah I have not upgraded my fish finder I mean everybody. And their mother has side scan and stuff like this, and I don't. Um, and that would probably help me, but I'm just, I don't know. I just haven't decided to make that transition for whatever reason. I just feel okay with where I'm at. And, and honestly, I feel like it makes me 
pay attention more to how the water is than trying to look at a side scan to find fish. I'd rather try and look at the water to find fish, if that makes sense. Because that is what I relate to. Like, if, I don't know how to explain it, but, like, the fish finder I use for the temperature right. and really just looking at, like, what the... I'll use the, I have down imaging, so I'll use a down imaging just to see sort of what it looks like down there or find ledges where something drops so I can yeah. play that because I can't necessarily see it because the water is really murky or whatever. But the rest of the time, I'm really not paying attention to the sonar or anything. Um, I'm looking at the nautical maps just so I don't get freaking lost and have a search party come out for me. But... Um, <laughs> You know, I'm looking at nautical maps and looking at, like, the – the, because I'll find myself, I'll go, oh, let's put a waypoint here. I'm like, well, here on the nautical map, it tells me exactly how stupid deep this is. So why am I even putting a waypoint? I can see the yeah. line. I can see the line. So, I don't know. I just – that's not how I fish. I, I, fish I fish more looking at the situation and trying to read the water and, and just yeah. my – my sense of where I think the fish are, if that makes any that, sense. No, that's why I'm, I'm kind of glad you said that because that's kind of where I'm at now because I, I got very um, – how would you say it? Like, because I do the podcast, I talk to so many different anglers, and you know, I started talking to anglers who were doing like the offshore fishing, and they're like, you got to do that. You got to get – you know, and the, and the fish like that, you, you kind of really do have to have like a side view and down view because you're, you're, you're not looking at the top of the water – what's going on there to, to tell you what's going on underneath. It's like you're out there deep finding these, these, these deep points or whatever to find the fish. And so I was like, okay, I'll, I'll do that. And so I, I buy this 800, you know, thousand dollar fish find and I, I don't even use it. Right. Cause like the way I fish is, is similar. Like, and, and maybe it's cause I, you know, I'm not that experienced of an angler. I've only been doing it for like, you know, three or four years. And so I'm just now getting to where I'm comfortable, where I'm at with like my strength as far as like, you know, fishing the, the grass uh, looking at structure and cover and those kind of things. It's like I didn't need all the stuff I have, so I have all this stuff and I pay all this money for things that I don't need. <laughs> where like I'm like you, all I, all I really use this badass, you know, the graph I have is to tell me what the bottom looks like, whether it's hard, soft, and where the grass is coming up. And other than that, that's it. I don't use anything else. And it's just a yeah. And, and like I was, was weird. I was reading something about Cody Milton who just won. Um, uh, where was he at? In Indiana, he won Sunday place and it's like he took all his electronics pretty much off like i just shut them all down and just started fishing and because I, I feel like sometimes you're um you get caught up in like the, the equipment and things like that and you and you forget like there's there's, there's like you got to know how to fish um and, and, and there's 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 um there's levels that you got to go through before you can start uh you know getting into like what all these crazy folks are doing and, and most of them when i talked to them like you know Derek brundle or russ snyder's those guys have been fishing so long. They're guides. They get paid to help people catch fish. That's what they do. So they yeah. know so much more. And so I, you know, I almost like regret investing like into like some of the <laughs> stuff I have because it's like I should just just focus on getting better at fishing these things. Like looking at the top of the water, learning how to fish cover better, learning how you know how, you know what works better for this you know this kind of grass or yeah. flipping or pitching and all these things and you know and not get so caught up into the uh, that part of fishing, like the equipment, having the best, the best yeah. stuff and things like that. I think, I mean, part of me feels like I don't have it. So it does put me at a disadvantage for those times where 
maybe that equipment does help that angler find that winning fish. But at the same time, I find most of my fish by just watching what's happening. Like the when I was on the Mississippi River, like I'm sitting there and I'm just floating and I'm watching and I can hear I can hear like teeth snap or I can see a reed move in a way that doesn't seem like it should move, you know, or I see a little ripple or I see little little bait fish all of a sudden just like running, you know, and that's really the stuff that I key in on as far as fish location more than my electronics is like, okay, there's, there's a fish there. There's a fish there. There's fish there. I don't know what kind it is yet, (laughs) but you know, I caught quite a few pikes surprisingly at uh, the Mississippi river going, wow, that bait fish is running for its life. Oop, it was a pike. You know, it's like, I, I hate catching those things, but teeth are not my forte toothy critters but (laughs) but it's been fun man i i just can't wait i am so stoked to just keep going i'm i'm going to texas this uh on thursday i'm starting to drive to texas i'm gonna go fish down there for about a a week or so and then i'm going back to pennsylvania i'm gonna do the susquehanna I might be there. I haven't decided yet. Uh, New York, New York's doing is going through like a really crazy time right now because yeah, we think we, we think we're better than everyone else because you know we got the virus first and we went through the <laughs> whole uh, you know like like it, it's better I guess all things considering. Well, look, you get to grow your beard back. So uh, I know. Like, like I said, like you can tell that I'm like doing better, but like now like because we're doing so good, we they don't let us. Like I was gonna go do the uh, East West Ohio or the East West Harbor in Ohio this week. I was really excited I about that because. I wanted to go there so bad because like it's perfect timing. There's a frog bite. There's there's all the stuff that I love to fish, and uh, I can't go because I, I can't go, but I'll be risking it because Ohio just made New York shit list for uh, oh. if I, you know if you get caught there for more than 24 hours and you come back, you got to quarantine for 14 days. Oh, and if I didn't have the job I had, I wouldn't care. But the job I have is like yeah. paramedic, and if they caught me doing stuff like that or whatever, it just wouldn't look good. It's just like eh, it's a is it worth it? I could probably would probably get away with it, but if I didn't get away with it and I didn't report that I did it, that that I went to Ohio for 24 hours, that I would uh have to pay like a two ten thousand dollar fine. I'm just oh, like, man. I'm just it's like, come on, I might, I might, Josh, you'll end up paying. Like it just, ah, it sucks. 2020 has been a weird year for me. Uh, there's been <laughs> some good, some pros and cons, but well, uh, maybe you could do Susquehanna, you know? I might. I say it's on my might to do list, but like. I don't know. This right now, it's just kind of like, ah, I just don't really. Like, my motivation for traveling right now outside the state is uh, it's kind of just out the window. I'm like, because for one thing, I got, got a lot of stuff coming up here. We got a bunch of local events coming up. And our, my local chapter is just as good as any other um, trail event. I mean, we, we average like 50 to 70 people per tournament. <laughs> and we're fishing good lakes up here. So it's like, what are you really trying to accomplish this year? Like, I, I'm not, not trying to accomplish Angler of the Year. I'm not trying to accomplish. Uh, I can really care about anything right now uh, as far as like just competing and getting better at that. And then uh, we got the New York KBF coming up here to Lake George, which is a really good event. That uh, sounds fun. Oh my God. Like anyone who's done it will tell you that's some of the best fishing. It's just different than anywhere else in the country. Uh, but that's coming up and it's a two day event. So I'm definitely doing that. And then in September, every, like, everyone's coming to my lake for like almost three weekends in a row. The lake that's five minutes from my house to do uh Oneida, there's a, a bass event coming here. There's right on. A, uh, 
There's, I mean, I'll, so I don't feel like I need to test anything right now just because I got so much cool stuff going up here that it's just like a part of me feels like I'm letting myself down for not going to some of these events. But then a part of me reminds me, like, hey, there's a pandemic going on. And everything's going crazy right now. So mm-hmm. you don't feel like you need to feel obligated to travel all over the place to uh, go fish, especially when you got so much good stuff going on in my state. So that's kind of where I'm at now. I might go down to Susquehanna because I would love to hang out with like you and see Jake, but that's that's another thing that bothers me. Like how much do you really get to see people right now? Um, You don't, you don't really. I hate that that aspect of it. It just bugs me because like, you know, last year I went heavy. I traveled a lot, but you know, we were camping out. I got to hang out with like Derek Brundle. Like I I say to this camper or I, I went and camped out with him and you know, drinking beer having a great time and you know all these different people i got to meet and so this year it's just like you're gonna go down there you gotta stay in a tent by yourself or whatever it's just it's just weird man yeah, uh, but if mean- you're not if you're not staying with anybody it's it's just you're sitting by yourself and you know that's okay you might meet somebody at the boat ramp but it's hard you know if it's such a big body of water you might see a couple people or you know i i met a lot of people this time at the boat ramp um just because the area I was fishing it's like had two boat ramps for a huge area north or south but um yeah we'll see and you know it's hard like I'm I'm very careful when I travel and you know got the mask on and I'm dousing myself in hand sanitizer and I really don't associate with a bunch of people so don't you know guys don't social shame me here but I am doing it but there's honestly like People, uh, you know, are go- that are going back to offices, they're getting sick. And I don't want, to me, I feel more risk going back to the office than I do yeah. sticking to myself in my own car, you know, dousing myself with hand sanitizer at this point. But so we'll see. I got a lot of travel, dude. I'm going to go to Susquehanna and then I'm going to turn around and drive to the Delta. Oh, and, you are crazy. And I'm going to yes. do Delta. Oh man, that yeah. Is, yeah, like I'm like I'm vicariously living through you, Kat. I really am because you're doing everything I, that I wanted to do this year, um, and you're going to the Delta. And that's like my, I know it's a hard place yeah. to fish. I, I've had all the guys on my show, and they're like, it's a locals place. Like you, like you, you only locals yeah. know how to fish that. But still, it's just like a bucket list to go out there and fish with it. Because for one, they got a really good scene out there. Uh, two, and the it's Delta, huge. it's just it's huge. It's yeah. Huge. Like, so what what are you doing? Are you uh obviously you're still working, but I guess you're, it's all online, yeah. and so you're taking you're taking or it's all from home, so you're taking advantage of this and just traveling and working at the same time. Isn't that something that yeah. everybody wants to everybody wants to do anyways? And for the first yeah. time because of this pandemic, we a lot of people can like live their dreams right now of working and, much and, and traveling. Pretty much. That's what I'm trying to do, man. I'm uh you know after Kentucky Lake, I drove 37 hours in a 48 hour period to get home to Utah. And I got home to Utah and I sat there in my office working and I never left the house. And I'm just like, I can't do this. This is terrible. I'm going to go insane. And by Friday, I already decided I was leaving and I just packed up a bag of clothes and grabbed my gear and I started driving <laughs> and I went to Minnesota. <laughs> so, so, uh, so I went Kat, to Minnesota. You're 50. You can't do that. Like, it's crazy. What are I, you doing? You're supposed to see <laughs> I know. To me, uh, if I'm still showing up for work and so I've got sort of figured out a plan, how I'm going to do it. It's pretty crazy as far as not burning my PTO and travel. So I try and 
um, if I can drive part of the weekend, I'll drive part of the weekend and then I'm working during the week. And then, um, but there are going to be some times where like all, because of the way the hour change in my work hours, like I'm going to be, especially going to California, I'll be working during the day and then I'm going to do like late checkout and then I'm going to drive West to the next place and rinse and repeat till I get to the Delta and then uh, hopefully get a couple days of pre-fishing in. Um, and it's, I mean, I was telling somebody else this, like I'm feeling it a bit being a, a little older, like doing four or five days of pre-fishing and then two days of a tournament is very, for me, very physically demanding. And it pretty much yeah. wrecks me. It, it wrecks me especially this last one with all the paddling i had to paddle my titan because right. <laughs> it's because of the grass you know um it's almost easier for me to sacrifice one of those pre-fishing days for a day of driving because i can just put it to like cruise control and sit and relax and just karaoke my way across america than yeah. kill myself trying to do that much pre-fishing i think it's for me personally too much i need to have a a little less and be more efficient with what I have and preserve my, my physical abilities. Cause it's yeah. was really hard for me. So. Yeah. I mean, I mean like even like, cause like, I had the same problem. Like when, I, when I, if I, if I do, I, I can only do like honestly and not feel like complete shit afterwards, three days of fishing and I'm good. Anything over three days of fishing, like I, I, my body, like, you know, I did it here. Like I did like four days in a row and it's a lot of work standing up, sitting down, um, paddling, pedaling, loading, unloading, dragging, yeah, and you um, got, all these different things. You got 105 heat index, and it's just, I just think, for you're, me. You're not remembering to drink water. You're not remembering to eat food. You're not remembering to do the things that you need to do to keep yourself. Because I mean, like, if, if, like, the thing is, like, one thing I didn't, you know, when, I, when I burnt my knee out that one time, I didn't respect kayaking. I didn't respect it because, like, my whole life I've been physically fit, lifting weights, running marathons, being in the army, just be, being fit. And then, um, yeah. but so I'm sitting there trying to like, like work out, stay in shape. And then I, I considered like being on a kayak, like, not like, it's just like, Oh, this is just fun. This is not that hard. And then you also know, like my knees are giving out, <laughs> my, my back hurts. And then I realized, Oh yeah. wow, this is, this is hard on my body. Uh, this isn't like, yeah. this is like, this is still like, you know, activity. This is still, uh, whatever fitness or strenuous activity. And it even got me when I was down at, um, uh, I went down to South Carolina, the Santa Cooper, like, like I went down there, I did five days of fishing, three days of pre-fishing. And then, oh, actually, so four days, uh, you know, I fished the tournament at that tournament. Like I was wrecked. Like even the day before like, going into the tournament, I'm like, I'm so exhausted right now. Um, this yeah. is, this, this is a lot. It's, it's a lot of the body. I really figured out in these tournaments for me, it's like, I got to, maybe pre-fish a little less. I got to be smarter about how I'm doing it. I need to get better sleep and I need to eat better and honestly just take better care of my body. Cause I wreck myself before the tournament. Then I'm not, I don't, you know, I'm making it so much harder for myself. So I, you know, how you do that, I, it's a balance and I'm, I'm still trying to sort of sort that out, but I don't know. I know it's sort of crazy what I'm doing, but you know, Josh, I've been in places in my life where I couldn't do stuff and for physical reasons. And I'm in a place where I can do them and I'm 
be damned if I'm not going to do them now. I'm not going to sit back right. and go, well, that just sounds like a lot of driving and that's going to be hard. Well, guess what? There's a lot harder things in life and this is my chance to do it. And I've lived with regret with not doing things and then later can't do them. So if I can do them now and it's within reason and I've thought it out and I think I can do it, I'm going to try and do it. I'm not going to like do something insane and kill myself, but I'm going to go for it because there's no guarantees, man. I'm not going to sit back and go, man, I should have done that when I was could do it, you know. So right, right. we'll see. What, what do we got next coming up? <laughs> yeah, like, uh, different tune, you know, but we'll see. <laughs> well, what's coming up next? Like we, we've already had an incredible year so far. As, as far as I'm concerned, like like you've you've done it. Like, I mean, the, the 250 days you accomplished, you've you've started being, you know, terrified not knowing what you're doing, just, just going to go there and see what happens. And now you can't get enough of these national events. You've already done like four <laughs> or five of them. You're like, you're yeah. just like, you're, you're, you're a junkie. You're a gypsy. You're all about I this. Am. Uh, I am. So what's, I am. So what's, 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 what's up with the next, you know, the rest of the year, 2020? I mean, uh, what do you got coming up? I know Hobie's getting ready to like, they got like maybe two more events. I don't know what Bass yeah. is doing. I know KBF has I'm got a few things going on. You know, what's going on? I'm going to do all the Hobies through the end of the Darnell, year. Darnell, Yes. Okay. I'm going to do those. And then um, I might do the Clear Lake Bass Tournament since I'm already going to be in California. And what happens between there and then, I don't know. I haven't planned that far ahead. I'm just sort of being the gypsy, and I'm just going, maybe I'll go up to the Pacific Northwest and do some salt water in my kayak. I might do a little bit of that. Um, I'm just going to go all over. I'm I've forwarding my mail to Ohio, so eventually I have to come to Ohio to get my mail. <laughs> so, <laughs> so my sister's place, but that's what I'm doing. What, 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 what this content you're putting out, it's it's getting better and better. You're uh, it seems like you're investing more time into it, like you're taking it a little you know, more serious as you go. What do you plan on doing that? Do you plan on building like a uh, the Catfields uh, network or what, you know, what's, what's your plan with that? It, it, it's so good. And it's so like, you know, I like following people. Like, it's easy to watch someone like Greg Blancher who, who's, who knows how to fish. Uh, and look wrong. His videos are great, but it's like you watch him just do good. And then on the days he doesn't do good, he explains it and he goes get an in and out burger and that's how he, you know, whatever. But it's like, you know, but like he's been doing this. I've been watching him for years now. He's got it down. He's already placed third in the national championship. He's won a few Hobie events. The guy knows how to fish. And, you know, all the other guys who are doing videos, too. It's like your video is special to me because it's like maybe it's because I talked to you before, like, Seminole. I knew the kind of struggles you had. I knew where you were there kind of mentally going into, like, Seminole. Then, then, I, then I talked to you now, and I'm just like, oh, this is a different person. You know, what are some of the things that you're looking with, like, the, the whole video and putting content out there? Wow. I don't know. I'm going to try and really just document this whole journey as I go along. I don't have a real giant master plan except just to try and be honest and share it and be transparent about it. Um, you know, it's honestly, it's what I'm doing is a lot of fun, but it's a lot of work. I'm working full time. I'm trying to do these 250 days, try to drive all over freaking America and just hope, you know, like my transmission doesn't go out in my car and <laughs> stuff like that, you know, but it's a series and it's, and it's not cheap. 
either, you know. Um, I'm definitely not taking the cheap method of doing it. I'm going for it. But I want to, I don't know, I just, I just want to keep sharing what I'm doing. I think, I feel there's a lot of people just like me. And maybe not necessarily just, you know, people that have gone through physical disabilities or whatever, but just a lot of people who are in the same places that I am or, or, you know, you know, trying to make their way and trying to learn and, and going through this. And there's so much on, on social media and YouTube that is so fake and so manipulated and polished and narrated. And that's just not what I want to do. I just want to be who I am. And just put it out there. And I've spent a lot of my life just sort of being introverted and I'm trying to not do that. So I'm glad people like it. And I worry because a lot of my videos are long, but I'm not going to necessarily change that unless it, you know, I'm not going to change how I do it to get views at all. I'm just going to do what I do and you either like it or you don't. I'm doing it because I want to share it and if you like it, great. If you like it, great. But I mean, I don't have any other big plans, you know, I'm not like, um, a sponsored angler. I don't have an agenda or motive or anything. It's just me. And I want to, I want, I want to inspire other people like I've been inspired and, and share that and pay it forward. Cause life's too freaking short, dude. Yep. You know, if I have to be a gypsy and do it, okay, that's great. Right for now, I want to be a gypsy. So, you know, I'm sort of <laughs> I love, I love it. it. All right, Kat, well, I got to get ready for the other show. I want to thank you for coming on here because, you know, yeah. they canceled. And I was like, I like to have a certain amount of shows a week. I'm like, well, God damn it, it's her 50th birthday. She, she's got something <laughs> to say. She's got, she's got to have something to say. It's the best birthday ever. Thank yeah. you so much, man. I appreciate it. I always love talking with you. Yeah, so, hopefully, you know, some point I'll, you'll talk to me and I actually cut a check, <laughs> but yeah. we'll see what happens. That might be a few years down the road, but. Uh, well, I appreciate, you much. I appreciate you coming to the show. Uh, I'll also be following you. Uh, good luck. Stay healthy. Stay safe. And uh, we'll talk again soon. Okay. okay? Thanks, Josh. You take Happy care. Happy birthday, Kat. <laughs> Thank you. Bye-bye.